different perspectives. I've never seen that. But a shared experience. No, she's not wrong. You gotta, you gotta stay in your, in your Thanksgiving lane. Black Girl Roundtable. Pass the cranberry sauce. We're having mashed potatoes. Oh, the turkey looks great. Dana. Thank you for loving me. Lynn. Thank you for being there. Please. Thank you for loving me. Oh, God. Everyone's thanking. The whole world's thanking you. Lynn, stop. Thanking us for thanking you. Please stop. Kill, kill, kill. Kill the turkey. Lynn. Ah, <laughs> uh, welcome back to another exciting, stimulating extravaganza that is Black Girl Roundtable. My name is Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. And shout out to all the Bob's Burgers fans. Y'all are Ooh. the real MVPs. I'm gonna have to watch that episode. Right. It's only right. It's only right. My favorite one is still the Boys For Now episode, but also the one where it's like Valentine's Day and they got the crazy limo driver. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that, that one. Is. That is my favorite episode. And she my- handed him that grenade and she said, I think it's not active, bitch. <laughs> I think you think? I'm trying to figure out which one is the one where what's that play that they did off of that movie? Oh, get rich! Uh, I was gonna say get rich or die trying. You know what I'm talking work- about? <laughs> work hard. Work hard or die trying, girl. <laughs> I was close. That was real. Close. No, you were like so close. I'm like almost there. <laughs> get rich or die trying, girl. It was close. It was close. Oh, the other thing. No, we sang the wrong Thanksgiving song because my jam is, why can't I be like the other? Yes, the Kirky Turkey. That's my favorite episode. There he is, the pig, the most handsome pig in the world. What a rush, girl. (laughs) Yo, now I gotta watch. No. (laughs) Now I have to watch that. Thanks, Dana. I'm screaming. Oh my God. Kirky Turkey. Uh, gotta binge watch Thanksgiving episodes now. Uh, all the holiday specials are great. I love their Halloween costumes. Yes. Yes. Yo, when Jean went as Queen Latifah, <sighs> it just Queen? sends me every time. I love I'm it. Hip hop rapping acting sensation Queen Latifah from her UNIT Or when he was Andre 3000 the Giant. What? What? <laughs> I appreciated Gene, but why? I love Gene. Uh, he's he's such a gem. Uh, I love Gene. Or when he hit that line, he said, "Yeah, if you like white people." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's jokes forever jokes. Uh, I seen somebody had asked this on some show I was watching or listening to. They were like, "If you had to like adopt one of the Belcher kids, which one would you want?" And I'm like, "That's tough." I really don't want none of them because they all have their problems. Right. Not Louise. I can't be going. Definitely not her. No. I feel like it would be Tina because I feel like her problems are like within my scope. She would get on my fucking nerves, but like they're like tangible. We can deal with this problems. Right. All you got to do is go fight Tammy one time and then it's a wrap. Like all I got to do is just punch her in her shit and then your problems. Right. 
That's Gene. how I feel about Gene. I feel like with Gene, you just gotta give him some snacks, maybe. Yeah, just, but give Gene some snacks and a good, like, daytime television show, and he'll be good. Right, some music. He'll be alright. Louise is the one you gotta really, like, she... Hide your knives, hide your credit cards. She's the one that will actually, like, you'll get a call from, like, the FBI. Yes. Saying Never we have your child. House. Come home with a biker gang. All for a damn hat. Listen, and she said they're gonna cut your ears off. Girl. She would have whooped her ass. Or when she when she wrote that thousand dollar check to get the movie prints, and I'm like, oh. bro, I would have murdered you. You she know we ain't got no money. <laughs> well, on that lovely note, let's go ahead and transition to the episode. So first, let's go ahead and talk about some things that are trending in our segment, What's Trending, very accurately named. Um, and this week, we are going to start off by talking about Danny Lay and one DaBaby, two horrible people who now have, for some reason, brought more life into this world and have decided to put it all on the internet for the rest of us to see. So I believe this was just like maybe a day or two ago, at the time of recording anyway, um, DaBaby and Danny Lay were both on Instagram Live, pretty much airing each other's business out. DaBaby had asked Danny Lay to leave his apartment, and Danny Lay refused. Allegedly, he, in her terms, switched up on her um, after she gave birth and no longer wanted her around, no longer wanted to be active and present in her in their child's life. And she took to, to IG Live to uh, tell us how she felt. Did you guys catch that that video, that snippet clip? I saw snippets and clips of yeah. both of their lives. Um, yeah, I saw snippets and clips of both of their lives. Um, yeah, so I'll just answer that. I'll let us just go on because I have. <laughs> I, I just don't show why he switched up. Girl, no, he didn't. Yeah, like, let's start he's there. He's always been yeah. this way. Like, I remember when she first... Like, even when they first started dating, it was dating, air quotes from dating. It was already issues because he was still, like, technically with his first origin, baby first baby mom. I'm assuming she's the only other one. I really don't know the dynamics with his children. There was rumored to be one other, but I don't know if that was confirmed. Yeah, but I everybody, I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know, but everybody knows the main baby mom. Like, they were still together. And even then, she yeah. just was like, girl, be careful. Hmm. And do you want to be stupid looking at you, Summer Walker? Want to be stupid? He's different. He's going to treat me different. No, he's not. What did you think was about to happen? Like, yeah, this is really, and not, and not to, you know, kick anybody when they're down and laugh at her misery, but like, Danny Lay, like, we all could have told you. Could have, did. Exactly. Yes, and did. Yes, and did. That's the issue. We all told you that this was going to happen to you. And I don't know why you thought you were just the most super wondrous, spectacular being on earth that was going to change this man. No man. This man. And also, like, let's talk about how this should not have been a breaking point for you. You should have left this man after he got up on stage screaming racism, sexism, homophobia, and supporting men who shoot women. Right. So my thing with Danny Lay is, and with many people, I have a few things. One, yeah, like I 
don't I think that no matter how much I don't like uh, Danny Lay or I don't like the things that she said or if she's done um the baby is dead wrong um and nasty and weak as hell for what he did for putting on 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 live for even if he didn't want to be with her um not even finding a secure place for her and, and his child to stay um and and being a man about it and just being like okay if we don't work out at least let's co-parent and figuring that stuff out but no you want to be like oh no just get out my house um take your shit and the baby and do whatever you want to do and he seems like he well he states that he's concerned about his daughter but i don't think you actually are as concerned as you like to put off sir um but in terms of danny lay i think you know there's one thing there's it's a good there's two things um one is kind of just like a theory but i think people have said it before and i think it kind of holds true here and the other one i think is just a cold hard fact um i think non-black women think that when they get with men who have been with black women and have treated black women badly that when they get with them it will be different ding ding and um just wait your turn sister that's all i'm gonna say right. you will just have to wait your turn um and i think they get surprised when they're like what uh, uh. but i'm not this dark-skinned black bitch so why the why are you treating me like this or how did this happen to me because i think she was like mocking his first baby mom mimi yes like, yeah she was, she was mocking her so my thing is like everybody feels bad for her like i feel bad for her in terms of her being a mother but for her but for the like in terms of like just the breakup i don't feel bad for you at all because you kind of mocked a black woman about what she was going through with this same man and I don't know why you thought that he would treat you any, any differently and I'm my first thought is oh because you're not black and you know again I want to remind everyone just because she said she's a yellow bone does not mean she actually is one a yellow bone is a light-skinned black woman you are not a light-skinned black woman you are a white Dominican woman um and uh we talked about that on the show when she first dropped that we I did mean, mm-hmm. gonna generously call it a song but somebody said and i'm not sure if this is true but you know allegedly 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 that song was to kind of taunt mm-hmm. in a way the first baby's mom um and if it was you're a disgusting ass bitch which we kind of already is a conclusion that we gathered and even if it wasn't this is why timing and as asha has said many a time and i will also restate here a pr team is essential because you on your live you know diminishing and challenging a dark-skinned black woman and then coming out a song about how a yellow bone is what you want, whether that was your intention or not, that's damn sure how it looked and that's, that's damn sure impact. how I took it. That's the impact. And that's how many dark skin women took it. And she's mm-hmm. like, and I think also because she's not black, she has not been around for the discourse in terms of colorism in the black community, because why would she? And so when he, she sends things like, oh, well, I just want to make a song for the yellow, uh, for like the light skinned girls. Babes, that's like half of, uh, that's like most right. of hip hop and uh, like R&B and history. Like, yeah, like, girl, like, what are you, like, what are you saying? Like, cause you, but and you don't you think know. why do that was your responsibility to make? Because you're not a black, Exactly, but I think woman. because she's around, she associates herself with black people and she hears these different terminologies, not knowing the context of them she feels like she feels comfortable enough to uh, uh, place herself into those uh, different 
titles and things like that again not knowing the context not knowing the history which is still pretty shitty um but then my next thing was um and this is just for women in general if your partner is an asshole and you're like oh well he's not an asshole to me yet again just wait your turn um a lot of times when we talk about oh you know, he's an asshole, but he loves me. It's like, why do you... You're not embarrassed if when y'all go out and he's an asshole to people? And I'm not saying that he has to be, like, super, like, hey, how are you? Like, deadly do-right. But, like, some... Like, the baby has shown himself within the past year to be a complete and utter asshole. So, why do you feel that he wasn't going to do the same thing to you? Like, obviously, he's not a good person. Obviously, he's a, a trash person. Um, and again, I don't know why and a lot of women do this they think they're exempt from this asshole behavior because oh well we're in a relationship or like we have sex and we go do nice things because as soon as you fall out of line of his fantasy girl he's gonna be an asshole to you so once you drop that baby and you're not like you can't be fantasy girl all the time because you're literally a new mom yeah he's not gonna be as attracted to you he's not gonna be as nice to you as he was before because he has one more responsibility which a lot of men do not want and particularly men who were not planning to have that responsibility um they don't want that uh responsibility and they are they kind of resent you for it weirdly enough um but even if he did want the baby but didn't want you he then has just is discarding of you and he can be as mean to you as he wants to be because he's gotten what he wants from you and now it's time for you to go um and he's not gonna do it nicely because he's an asshole but you knew that no and i guess my struggle is also like why do y'all want to be the exception to the rule so bad like right. for me i don't want to be with a man who treats me well but i'm the exception to the rule and he don't treat anybody else well or like has historically not treated his partners well but like i'm the one to like change him like truth be told i don't want that responsibility i'm not trying to be no like not in that way like i'm not trying to be like the catalyst change agent of all of your behavior because then like how you positively or negatively reacting in situations is going to be dependent upon how you think and feel about me like i would rather be with a guy who was like sure maybe relationships didn't go well sure maybe he did he could have done things better but like at a base value like at a baseline like he has been a historically good guy yeah Yeah. and so like that's not attractive to me like don't nobody want to be with a debate type or a future type or etc like i really struggle i really struggle with 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 women and i'm I'm gonna call it out and and people in general because this can go for anybody but anybody who has a partner that is like of that genre of like ain't shittery like I really right. struggle with y'all, especially when you are not the first or the second one to to publicly talk about this. Like I, I don't know what soul searching, what conversations we need to have as a community to help you feel like you deserve better. But nobody is gonna raise to a higher standard if you continue to enable that behavior. So right, you know, and you know, don't be cute. You are still a reflection of your partner. At the end of the day, you, you should want your your partner to be a reflection of you. And so you don't have to agree on everything, but like, I just think there's certain fundamental things that, you know, mm-hmm. basic human kindness and decency, give respect to um ev- to everyone until you are disrespected, you know, don't be homophobic, don't be transphobic, always be willing to learn. I feel like that basis of like, you know, I 
that's fine with me but if you're constantly like buck if your boyfriend's constantly bucking at people yelling at people being nasty to the waiters when you go out to restaurants for no reason um talking to his friends crazy doing his friends foul and you're just mm -hmm, he doesn't do that to me okay yeah like dana said like why do you want that right. to be that's not he's a the only person you're it's nice not. to like that's weird i feel like it's, it's very indicative of your personality as well Exactly. You, you might fine pick me basically. exactly like you you not as you're not as you know nice and holier than thou than you think you are like no and again i just again the kardashians we literally had this conversation okay uh, like again you you want to be with someone who like this big guy this big name but if he's garbage i'm gonna start looking at you like you're crazy there's one thing when like he does one thing and it's like damn i didn't see this until now and we've been together for so long i get that but it's like y'all have not been together for a long for that long at least right. not to our knowledge to where this was okay and again like maybe you know what did um who said this on um oh god who said this on golden girls condoms rose condoms like <laughs> you know definitely that part and i'm not and saying like, like he... you can i'm not saying that you can avoid this by being married or having like a long-term partner because this stuff can still happen with a long-term partner because people can switch up on you right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's about you know you see a pattern like and you're like oh we've been off and on for three years like his daughter is a, like maybe his other kids are like maybe four and then something else like his yeah. kids are pretty young little so and he's like i've never claimed you da, 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 da. i've never like again what cover what conversations are y'all having to where like you're okay having raw sex with these people and not having the conversation of like what are we i think her post was very like indicative of like again he's he ain't shit and so like i don't that I is also not don't up for want debate right like i don't want it to come across because i know all three of us feel this way like it is not up for debate that the baby is is a garbage human being we have discussed it many times here as well as privately like that is not in question here at all he is absolutely garbage for how he handled this situation and many others and i was a really big fan of his when he first came out i appreciated the fact that he would like ask fans for consent on stage before he like started dancing up on them etc he had just been very like different from seeming than what like a lot of like these hip hop hood niggas will kind of do and like some of the the toxicity that they will perpetuate like he started off as somebody who was not giving that energy and so i understand why he was very appealing and like i mean it's called spade a spade like maybe a little bit fine um so i understood the appeal i understood that 110 percent but i feel like if we as the public saw the shift and kind of had that light bulb moment of like oh this nigga is garbage i know damn well that you saw this well before we did and at a greater magnitude than we did and so the fact that we as a collective as the public have gotten there and you haven't is just indicative of some work that you need to do on your own um and you're talking about oh well all he want to do is nutting me all day without any consequences why are you fucking this man if you and didn't want to do that, right. that if you didn't want that and that's not now if he now again if he was if you were not allowing him to and he was crossing a boundary totally different conversation yes. totally different spin but it seemed like you were allowing it and then were not and, and not liking were, it or you were okay with it and were just 
fine with it, ha- and, you know, fine mm-hmm. with it. And then when it came time to, to switch up the conversation, he switched up on you, which again, not your fault, but it seems like to me, and again, this is just from what y'all have chosen to show on the internet to the rest of us. Um, there were some, some conversations that you need to have that you didn't have. Um, and now you want us to kind of come pity you, which again, even at, at some level, I would be inclined to do, but you were so fucking disgusting to the first baby mom that like, I'm really struggling to come to your rescue right now and probably never will. I just feel bad for that child because that child does not deserve to grow up in a um, hostile environment with their parents being hostile toward each other. I, that's not fair to your child. Um, and yeah that's not fair to your child I'm very surprised that he has custody of his other children if I'm assuming the courts aren't involved because he shot somebody in a Walmart like I, I don't know if I would necessarily want my children around him by themselves I mean, at least the court system is a wreck I mean Lil Boosie still has access to his children that is that true that should have ended is, a long time that ago. is very true I actually didn't know how many kids Lil Boosie had until I was like yeah. It's a guess his squad. He got at I least just, he six a, to eight. Yeah, and I think it's more. I think well, I think he has six baby moms. Yeah, he was so about to have some show kids. that they canceled because the black community was like, absolutely not. Call all my baby moms. Yeah. And fucking uh, what was that channel that Bad Girls Club used to come on? Oxygen. Oxygen. Mm-hmm. And black yeah, people no. said, I don't know what you thought we were here for, but we it will, was it not was this. Not show. this. We will just like whatever that Mona Scott then got a couple shows shut down like that too where people was like mm-mm no girl nah. mm-hmm. but speak um, I just you know we want to wish that child all the best we are so sorry that you were brought into all this chaos and negativity but we hope that that child you know has yeah. a good life yes, and that of course. she gets the help that she needs for her child 100% um, yeah so moving right along, let's go ahead and jump into some, 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 I don't know, troubling, challenging, insert adjective here, um, news that's going on in the world, definitely not anybody's favorite topic, but definitely felt it was important to, to touch on it as they're very relevant on the podcast. Um, and just to talk a little bit about the, the court trials for the killing of Ahmad Arbery, as well as for, um, uh, the prosecution of, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. So just as a quick recap, um, I guess we can start with the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Um, Protests started in 2020, in the summer of 2020, as we're mostly all familiar, um, because of the killing of George Floyd. And shortly after, um, Jacob Blake um, was killed by um, a white officer in Kenneshaw. And so as a response to that, protesters took to the streets of Kenneshaw to, you know, kind of protest the the ongoing epidemic that is um, police officers brutalizing Black people. Well, Kyle Rittenhouse um, took it upon himself to go armed to Kenneshaw, which is not within his residence, um, and shoot three men. Two of them uh, were shot fatally and passed away. So now the court trials are proceeding with that and uh homicide charges have been filed for Rittenhouse he has pled not guilty and as many of us have seen with the trials beginning um there's been a lot of conflicting testimony a lot of shady decisions made by the judge they have decided not to allow the prosecution to refer to the people that uh Rittenhouse killed as victims because they feel like they were being quote-unquote violent 
Um, Rittenhouse has also taken the stand and in some viral images that have been online has had quite a quite a performance of, of his rendition of the story and, and his emotions. Um, so ladies, any, I know this is a loaded question, but just anything that you would like to comment on, speak on, say, and, and as it pertains to this? Yeah, I mean, it just, it kind of is, again, indicative of what our justice system is still today um, in terms of um, uh, systemic racism and how the justice system is not only meant, not meant for um, Black people, um, but for uh, um, but against us, but you know, very much against us in terms of who we assign, like the laws that we still have in place, the people who we who uh, are put in place, um, not who we put in place, but people who are put in place to uphold these racist laws. Um, and I just, you know, it's really disheartening because you know this should be an open and shut case you would think yeah it's just it's very it's exhausting um yeah that is for that's the long and the short of it of how i feel it's exhausting it is yeah it's it's just it's also just because of the fact that you know like if the tables were turned like the outcome would be drastically different if it was some little black kid or some hispanic kid or whoever that did the same thing like whether you oh i was protect you know protecting my rights i was doing what i thought was right whatever it's just weird and then there the one guy i, I would guess you would consider him a witness but he you know tried to stop him and they're trying to make him the villain in the situation and i'm just like what like i i don't understand like you actively drove miles with a full intent to do this like i don't understand how y'all don't see it like i I don't get it. And if this has sparked any new thoughts, like, and, and new is, I'm using that term loosely, but just like, what is it that makes y'all think that like white people have a right to like defend or like play pseudo police in a sense and nobody else does? Like it is because again, just like you said, Asha, if the roles were reversed um, and, and same with you, Jelena, like you said, if a 16 year old black boy would have came with an AR-15 to the January 6th riots at the Capitol and started shooting literal criminals right. dead, you would have locked him up forever. He would have been the first one dead. Not even locked not, him up. Exactly. He would have been, been the dead first one on scene. Listen, and it would, because it wouldn't have been in his purview. Why did you get up out your bed and think that it was your job to play vigilante and, you know, defend whatever? That's not your job. That's not your occupation. And as a child, you have not had the training, the experience, et cetera, to do so. And so why y'all think it's different for this little white boy, I do not understand. I'm also just really disgusted with like, goodness, without like sounding ageist, I think that there are some professions that need a time limit on how long you can sit in them. And so after a certain point in time, you need to retire. Mm -hmm. um, also, I think we need to think about perspective on a lot of this stuff. Something, now that I live in the South, something I think, and I live in the city where my grandmother lived a, a big portion of her adolescence and her young adulthood. I think a lot about how like some of the older white people that are still here were probably actively contributing to like the the discrimination that she faced while she was here and so when i meet people who are like oh i've lived in this city for my whole life i'm just like oh, okay so like where were you at when 
this, 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 then this was happening. Right. Or she tells me that like this, this, and this was happening. Or like, oh, she was in a, or like, I'll find myself in places in town and being like a living relative of mine has a recollection of when she was not able to go here for fear of her life. And so just as I look at judges, like the one who's presiding over this case, I just think about like, how much of that were you a part of? How much of that were you actively participating in? And how much of that, like, are you still trying to like sneakily, subtly uphold in exactly. whatever this position is? So and just what's some also food for scary thought. is like, this judge has probably presided over other, not not as like high profile cases, mm-hmm. um, but of the same context of the same racial gravity and has probably gotten away with I think sometimes a literally murder. Um, And I would be interested in seeing his like, um, his history, his, his judgments on on certain things, because I'm pretty sure you'll find a pattern. Um, And as much as we, as judges are supposed to be um, unbiased and for the law and there to uphold what, you know, we, what is supposed to be the law again if the laws are not made for us then you know he can uphold racist ideologies and he can say that yes they were they were rioters and looters and you cannot call them victims even though that is very much what they are um he you know these things can happen and Kyle Rittenhouse can sit on the stand and pull a tear out his ass hmm. and people are like oh let's give him a recess so he can get himself together he was already together did i He's fine. i did not see a tear come out his face if i was a judge i'd be like you can continue to go on he drove out of his house got out of a car with an assault rifle and military an attire and shot three people and did not shed a single tear. And you expect me to believe that he then all of a sudden when he got up on the stand just was so overcome by the emotion of the day and the right. emotion of the situation that that was the instance in which no. he decided that he needed to shed tears. I don't, I don't even care if he really did say was like, no, what I did was wrong, blah, blah, blah. Then you say that you all put not guilty because you don't want to go to jail. And, you know, I say I'm exhausted. But I also am low key scared because I saw a TikTok today that was like very, very, um, it was from a white guy, right? You know, a white Southerner, but um, a white liberal. And they were like, you know, this disgusts me, but this also scares me because you think of how many other stupid white boys like Kyle Rittenhouse are there. I mean, on TikTok alone, there are so many, right? On just social media alone, there are so many of these incel-ass white boys who don't wash their ass for shit and think that they're owed something because of what, you know, their grandfathers had in terms of racism and in terms of white supremacy. And so they think that, why can't I get that too? You know, I don't get these same privileges that my I was told by my forefathers that I was going to get because of my whiteness. Um, and I think that is a lot of their fear. And so their fear becomes rage and becomes our death, I just, obviously. Mm, I just, I haven't heard enough. I haven't seen enough ruckus, you know, outside the courthouse. I haven't seen enough, you know, non-black folks. And I'm not even going to say white folks because it's, it's all of y'all. I haven't seen enough non-black people you know, raising hell about this situation. And so just if you think that we don't peep, we do. And that's all I'll say about yeah, that. When y'all come, you're like, y'all don't fight for us. And da, 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 da. Where oh, we, yes, we where your ass was at when niggas wouldn't feed me. Well, yes, we did. Okay. Where your ass was at when bitches didn't need me. Need me. Okay. 
They say future ain't never say anything worth a damn in his entire career. But that song right there, that that's the one. Because where your ass was at. Uh, and I mean, before we move on to the the Thanksgiving extravaganza part of the episode, <laughs> I do want to, I do also want to acknowledge some some I don't know, to be determined. But for now, it looks like good judgeship judging, judgelations, um by the the judge that's proceeding over the Ahmad Arbery case. Mm-hmm. I think that they have said some things that sh- should absolutely be said and doing some things that absolutely should be done. But, you know, it, it's nice to, unfortunately, it's, it's sad that it's a, it's a surprise, but it's a pleasant surprise to actually see that. And so mm-hmm. calling out the defense attorneys for all three of the defendants and their, their racist and their, you know, unprofessional attempts to get the trial uh dismissed to call a mistrial all this mm-hmm. other stuff like the judge is not having that and i'm really here for that and i'm hopeful that that energy is continued as we continue to transition through that case so Absolutely. um rest in peace and 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 so much so much love and, and support to the the victims and the families all right we will take a short break and then we will be right back for something you need to hear What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and be sure to share with someone who you think might enjoy. We are available on all major streaming platforms and on YouTube. Definitely make sure you are following us on our social medias. Links to that will be in the description. And let's get back into the episode. Alrighty, and we are back with something you need to hear. And uh, as we all know, Thanksgiving is not even right around the corner. It's like we're on the block. We're on the street. If you haven't gotten your groceries, I don't know what to tell you. Thanks. It's um, me. Literally getting <laughs> this week. Um, but I'm going on by Friday. the time you're listening to this, if you haven't gotten your groceries, well, you ain't getting fucked. Yeah, this shit is dropping like Monday, Tuesday. Like you're you're dropping the ball. Yeah, you might as well just bring the wine. Don't, go to don't somebody. I was like, go to somebody right. else's house. <laughs> you're not bringing anything. Um, so with that saying, um, we want to just acknowledge first of all, Thanksgiving is a holiday that uh has been. It's a whitewash holiday. Point correct. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about coming together with the pilgrims and the Native Americans came together. That's not what it's about. It's about the start of genocide. Um, and white people want to feel good about themselves, so they made a holiday called Thanksgiving, right? For black people, though, Thanksgiving is a holiday to thank God for another 24 and, and another 365, okay? Mm-hmm. That is what black people are celebrating, that we have our family, our health, and some money, and we're all in a house, hopefully, with heat. Um, and if you're not, you know, we we think, be thankful for the hope to come, so... Right. That is what, and black people like to eat, and we like to celebrate, we like to have drinks and get together. That's it. Any if, excuse to have some food and a party. Any excuse to have some, in, in the summertime, any excuse to have a barbecue. In the wintertime, any excuse to have some <laughs> good, good food and a beverage, okay? Exactly. It don't matter for black people, okay? Not at all. We get off of work and we get to eat. Exactly. 
The sun That's is out. It. Let's put something on the grill. Let's exactly. The grill. It don't matter the weekend. Let's just put something on the grill. Okay. Any that excuse. used to be my favorite thing to do in high school to call my friends over. Like my dad is barbecuing. It's between yeah, my same. white friends. Go. My drop them up. What's the occasion? My dad is barbecuing. barbecuing. Like, it's what? Saturday. <laughs> Literally, my uncle decided to make hot links. We have a pool. Okay. Come on. over. Stop All asking right. questions. Why do, do you, you want to play it or not? Exactly. So, exactly. My mom's frying fish. We do like some. Are you coming or are you not coming? Because more food for me because I really don't care. Right. I invited you off of the strength of our friendship. The, bata- the potato salad has already been made, friends. Let's say in the spirit of Thanksgiving and good food, uh, black people also have a lot of rules when it comes to our holidays, particularly Thanksgiving, particularly about the food. Um, they're just certain etiquettes that we all know and love. Some we don't. Different families have different rules and etiquettes. Um, that's why you cannot go to everybody's house. Um, so I thought it would be fun if we came up with the Black Girl Roundtable's 10 Thanksgiving rules. All right, ladies. So let's think. What should the first rule be about? Should it be about food, family. I feel like it all should be about food, like Thanksgiving. I was like, my first one is about food, but it's like when the left when the leftovers hit the fridge, you have like a max a week. After that week, it's done. Thanksgiving's over. They need to go in the trash. Don't try to upcycle them and make it into 65 different things. Wait, actually, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't. No. So if it's like, okay, so Thanksgiving was Thursday and right. now it's Tuesday. You're like, oh, I'm going to make some turkey salad or something. Okay. But don't let it be Next two Friday. Tuesdays from now right. and you trying yeah. to steal. You got turkey salad, turkey soup, turkey. Di- no, 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 no. Stop trying to make stuff and use the little scraps. It's gone. Stop trying to, it's going. What's, to me, y'all remember that Plies video? Mm-hmm. You gonna be sent to the hospital. Keep playing. Thank you. You, okay, I, I mean, you, got, you have a good five days to finish your Thanksgiving food or like, like whatever you didn't, either you freeze it like the turkey or you just, it's done. It's done. A turkey, everybody, you know, you have your turkey sandwich, mm-hmm. your turkey soup. And then whatever little things that y'all do that y'all like to put on Pinterest, right? Right. Them five days. That's it. I don't want to see another piece of nothing from Thanksgiving when December hits. No. I I have more grace for the meats. Like, if you make, like, my family, because we're extra, we do a turkey and a ham. um, Because my family, my family. Yeah, we do too ridiculousness right but (laughs) but like the meat I have a little bit more grace for like I can deal with that being repurposed recycled but the sides like if Thanksgiving is on Thursday by Monday I'm sick of eating these these uh these uh (laughs) collard greens and this mac and cheese like that that can absolutely go in the trash but you can do a lot with the meat but like macaroni and cheese is always going to be macaroni and cheese you and collard greens is always going to be collard greens like you, you can't be you can't jazz up mac and you cheese don't, you don't gotta cook sides for the next week all you do is cooking meat so well, i made fried chicken you got sides made yeah. fish you got sides <laughs> That's and it. Have, and then you find yourself having a meal of just sides. Hey, that's me. I'm like, ooh, mac and cheese. I'm going to have a mac right. and cheese, some yams, some collard greens, <laughs> and some rice and gravy. And color a meal. Thanksgiving be having me thinking I could go vegetarian. Like, the yep. whole time it commit. Because I'm like, ain't no meat on this plate. I don't want that turkey. I don't want that ham. I just want mac and cheese, collard greens, and these mashed potatoes. And I'm actually yes. great right now. Well, I don't need nothing else. 
Yes. Okay. So we can agree with that. That's rule. That's number 10. I will do that one. Number 10. Number nine. Okay. Number 10 is do not eat your leftovers a week after Thanksgiving. Right. Number nine, I will say the macaroni and cheese is the star of the show. I do Mm -hmm. not care. Fuck that turkey. Fuck the ham, that stuffing, the yams, the pie. Fuck all that shit. The macaroni and cheese is the star of the show. And as such, it needs to be cooked by a seasoned veteran. Mm-hmm. As somebody who, who considers themselves a great, a fantastic cook even, I cook on our TikTok page. I still have not earned the honor of making the Thanksgiving mac and cheese because that goes to somebody who has been doing this for decades. It's not my time yet. You have to earn that right. I do want to flex a little bit and say that since last year, I am the approved macaroni and cheese maker. Congratulations. If you have ever had my macaroni and cheese, you know why. Okay, well, hold on, hold on, because now you can cut this part out, because now I got a, a bone to pick with you, Asha, because why would you not make the macaroni and cheese and because have to make that rusty, crusty macaroni and cheese and make us all... Time, don't put that time, on her. At the time... Because <laughs> then I'll make... Don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I know. Let me defend my sis. Let me defend my sis. You let know me defend you my sis. But you're like, nah, I'm not trying to have everybody, like, Come Let my me mom. defend like, I, my sis because this girl stepped up like she was the mac and cheese maker. No, of she all stepped up like she had been making it since she was. Me she was high. hyping us up in the group chat. She was like, "I was there when macaroni and cheese was fucking invented." Like, screaming. She, she had us all like waiting with bated breath. It was like, "It's on the way. It's coming." No, keep this part in, and we'll bleep out. Can you bleep out certain names and stuff? I can bleep out her name. Okay. And if you and cool. if you're listening and you know who you are, you know what you did, and we're still angry, right? So and you can call my phone and ask me about it. You can, I'm and you I'm gonna tell you about yourself because I've been holding this in for years. So here's the thing about macaroni and cheese, right? <laughs> there are, and because macaroni and cheese is really the star of every dish, you cannot have Thanksgiving without macaroni and cheese. You can have it without turkey, but you cannot have Thanksgiving without macaroni and At cheese. All. One, you have to, one, know how to make macaroni and cheese. You have to yes. have it approved before Thanksgiving or the Thanksgiving before. Right. Two, if you think you kind of know, but you're not really sure, then this is not your time to make it, That's right? Okay. Make a roux. Do do you? If you're not making a roux, you're already wrong. Or you know exactly. I start with the, the roux. roux. Well, I, I do. I do my noodles yeah. while I do the roux. But I do a roux. I don't just do the milk and then you do the. That's not the flavors. Ain't blending. all that shit where they be sticking that block of cheese in the center and then Hell putting no. the that. Is vile. I see those videos all the time. I'd be like, "Incorrect." You all need to go to macaroni and cheese jail. You may not make macaroni and cheese. I actually have a macaroni and cheese horror story, which I will tell in a minute. But I want to get this thought out. My mac and cheese is okay. Like I think I I made it for one of those mocha situations that we had, and it was cool. But again, I there are there are seasoned macaroni and cheese professionals in my family. Like you gotta and box your weight. Now I did make it to the I made it to the pie to the pie delegation, and I was very proud. And I make a I make a bomb ass sweet potato pound cake. I think I'm gonna try and put that on the TikTok page in the next couple of days. Um, 
but like you gotta you gotta stay in your in your Thanksgiving. You lane. have to stay in your Thanksgiving lane. And granted, I my family really like my macaroni and cheese. But granted, if I go to another family member's house and they're like, "Oh, Mima makes the best macaroni and cheese," guess what? I'm gonna let Mima make her macaroni and cheese because that's how they like their macaroni and cheese. Right. I'm not gonna volunteer to make another family's macaroni and cheese because different families like their macaroni and cheese different ways. I also believe that if you are making macaroni and cheese, cousin Tracy, you need to bring it on time. (laughs) No, you didn't call her out on the podcast. Cousin Tracy, you heard her. Cousin Tracy. I love love my cousin Tracy. She's more like an aunt because she's my mom's cousin. But like, you bought it an hour late. But it, it was good. Early. But it was good when she got there. Wasn't it was. It? I had to have a whole second plate. That's she what said, it matters, though. People were pissed Listen. at me because I would not eat it without. They were like, "Oh, I should just have some, have your food without it, and then come get it later." I said, "No, no. It's a part of the experience. It's a part of the experience." Of I said, "I will simply just wait and put everything else and warm everything else up when the macaroni and cheese gets here." She's like, "And what would piss me off was like, I'm like, oh, I hope they're not stuck in traffic. I hope everything's okay." They were at another party. Oh, I'm screaming, cousin Tracy sounds like my kind of people. Cousin Tracy, you dead wrong for that. He's dead wrong yeah, for these that. People waiting for mm-hmm. you. I'm on. I'm on your team, Tracy. <laughs> you gotta make an entrance. She said, "Who told y'all to eat without me?" <laughs> That's my first mac and cheese horror story. Second mac and cheese horror story. Um, it had nothing to do with me this time. Um, and I was not affected. I just thought it was funny. Um, so when we have the cousin Tracy mac and cheese was in Jersey. This was a few years back here in the DMV. So. We go to my my um my dad's cousin's house for like dessert like after our full meal, and so um I get there and my cousin Braxton is like, "Girl, if you, I think y'all know my cousin Braxton. She went to Dell State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my cousin Braxton comes with me and she's love like, her name oh. by the way. You said what? Love her name by the way. I love I love my Brax. So. She's like, girl. I'm like, so I'm looking at the different dishes, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, where's the macaroni and cheese? And she's like, oh, you want to see the macaroni and cheese? They go to the refrigerator. <laughs> the macaroni and cheese is not out with the rest of the food. That's how my family is so disrespectful. But this time, the disrespect was deserved. My cousin and his wife, my other cousin and his wife, they volunteered to make the macaroni and cheese and they have bought a friend. I thought the friend was weird anyways because she's like, oh, well, who are you? I was like, this my family. I don't know anybody here. I was like, who are you? Mind you, that was, it was the house that I grew up in and my my um, my um aunt just sold the house. I'm so sad. But like, I grew up in this house so I'm, she likes like, oh, and who are you to the family? I'm like, bitch, family. <laughs> like, <laughs> Do it matter who? I'm family. Screaming. Um, and she was just very weird. I'm like, mm, you're giving me very weird vibes, but whatever. So I, they, they take me to the kitchen to where this macaroni and cheese has been like sequestered to like the back of the refrigerator. What was wrong with it? Everything. Yeah, so, it had to be everything. It was in the refrigerator already. I don't know what they use. They, the it was, it puts, it makes you want to eat homegrown macaroni and cheese from the party. Nothing would make me want to eat that. Oh, there was no one. cheese in it. Exactly, it was noodles. <laughs> so imagine and breadcrumbs. So imagine, <laughs> imagine that with craft macaroni and cheese slices on the top. <gasps> uh, 
they need to be they need to be punched <laughs> in their face. They need to, uh-uh. they should they, kicked, you should have kicked them out and they, made them go so, home. Mind you, I've already had my macaroni and cheese from home in you our should have set our them plate. packing. The and bricks. they saw they saw my macaroni and cheese, and I was like, "Ooh!" Like I mm-hmm. my I had the same reaction y'all did. I said, "Wait, so was this the only mac and cheese?" And they were like, "Yes." I was like, "Oh no!" Nope. They would have became my cousin twice removed or something because you couldn't what? Have just even got the Stouffer's John from the fucking uh that would have been better. Anything. And my cousin, of course, she, my cousin's wife got in her feelings. I think the friend did too, because I think she cooked it. I'm like, of course, your weird ass would cook this weird ass macaroni and cheese. Um, and, and but you know, I got a little smoke for the person who's actually related to y'all because you should have looked at this shit. You should look and was like, like, we can't no. bring this. Nah, you cannot bring this. We cannot. It so will. I don't know. I have to ask my cousin. I'm gonna like really get into. It. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna make a few phone calls. I don't care how messy this is, but like. I want to know who made this macaroni and cheese. I need to get to the bottom <laughs> of it. I don't think anyone ever figured out which three of them made the macaroni and cheese, but I would like to know. Well, I think that solidifies number nine then. I think that is, yes. Number nine, mac and cheese is the star of the show and should only be cooked by seasoned professionals. Yeah. Yep. Number eight. Number eight. Stop asking questions. That's it. Yes. That's the tweet. Yeah. Stop asking me stuff. <laughs> In my Don't August Alcina voice, I just told y'all not to ask me that shit. So y'all just gonna go against the grain. Like, stop. Don't ask me when I'm getting married. Don't ask me when I'm having kids. Don't ask me what oh I'm doing. My Don't God. ask me how my job is. Don't ask me, uh, and don't ask us if we're getting married. That's the weirdest question to ask a couple. Leave us alone. Don't ask us when we're having kids. Don't ask us what dates we're looking at or what... We're trying to eat. We're trying to eat. We're trying to eat. Leave us alone. Um, Don't ask me about my job, um, about my education, if I'm going back to school, whatever. Stop asking people like that. Stop asking college kids about their grades. Um, They need a break. Okay. Don't ask me nothing. Hey, how are you? That's it. That's the extent. Yeah. You want another plate? That's the extent of your questions. How you been? Good. Right. Okay. You you ready to eat? Yes. yes. Okay. That's it. Cause if you ask me something personal, or I'm coming back with something else personal. Oh, when y'all getting married? Why you get divorced? Oh. Like what? What? So so so? How much do you make? How much does your baby daddy pay in child support? Like, ma'am, ma'am, sir, ma'am, don't you do that. I will also add an addendum to this. I don't know if this needs to be a separate point, but do not comment on how much anybody is eating on Thanksgiving. It's thanks fucking giving. Yeah, like that- you think I was going to come in here and have a soup and salad? Like, right. what? No, that could I'm definitely be eat. number seven because don't. don't we can't, we, we came place. here with the sole intention to eat food. That is the exactly. only reason why I'm in here. So why in this piece? listening you, to y'all talk and 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 coming out of my house on my day off of work gonna ask me are you gonna eat all that duh yes duh. that's why i got it because i'm that's gonna eat it. it uh okay so we got number eight and number seven number six let's talk about dessert okay okay let's talk about that 
I will, I'm going to hurt some feelings. I'm going to hurt some feelings. Hmm. But it needs to be said. Don't bring no pumpkin pie to my Thanksgiving. Yes. I was about to Don't say Don't bring thing. it. This is a black household. Everybody, in the, even if you're white, you are you are part of our, our community today. And there will be no pumpkin pie brought or into this If you are going to a black household and you are not black and you're like, where's the pumpkin pie? Don't. It's not here. It it's doesn't not here. Go home. Okay. You will bring a homemade sweet potato pie. And if you can't cook, I will accept a singular Patty LaBelle sweet potato pie, but there has to be right. some whole food ones in the mix. But that is, that is that. Also in my family, we do rum cake. And so if you are not my cousin, Brent Springfield, Hey Brent, don't make the rum cake and I make a good rum cake, but it's not his. Exactly. But that, um, but yeah, that's number six is no pumpkin pie. Yeah. But we don't do pumpkin pie. We do sweet potato pie. We also, are black descendants of slavery, and we will not be eating pumpkin pie in this piece. If, if you have pumpkins, also, don't even look tasty. If you've tasted a pumpkin pie versus a sweet potato pie, it just tastes better. Like not even on the <laughs> white black thing. Like pumpkin just, pie is not as good as sweet potato pie. It is clearly pie. superior. It is right. clearly the superior sweet option. Sweet pie just by a a, a palate sense is better. It is very, very good. Sweet potato pound cake is my showstopper. Yeah, that's my, that's my favorite so thing in the entire world. That is my, that is my, that's the, that is the recipe that if I was to like go to my man's family's house for Thanksgiving, it needs to be like, this is my first entrance into the family. Yes, I'm so not going to make a real dish. Like everybody is already full off of the food food, but this one, you know how black people do. I need some sweet. I need some mm-hmm. sweet. Pop, that there you go. My praline pie would be my thing. Like I'm bringing that. Mm-hmm. That would be, be like, my Ooh, thing who made bring. this? And you just, oh, ha ha ha! It was me. <laughs> Y'all like this? It's just something. It's just something real quick. I just whipped it up real quick. And just that's how you, for and, y'all. You and there, and that way, the, and next year, like you coming to Christmas, girl? Bring the, bring another pen. Okay. Sure. And that's it. This my, this my audition. <laughs> and I dance or also make it for um Christmas too. Don't bring no green bean casserole. Right. Don't bring no green green bean casserole. No jello mold. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't get it out. No French onion. No French onion casseroles. I don't want to see no no casseroles. No jello molds. No, 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 no ambrosia. I don't even know what the hell ambrosia is. It is of Satan. It is of Hades. I don't want to know. Came up with that from Pandora's box, but put that shit in the trash where it. I belongs. don't want to know. Right, <laughs> I really don't. I don't want keep your quinoa. it on the low. Keep it I, home. I don't, want no, don't even love I don't want, home. I don't want no quinoa, no brown rice. I don't care. Nothing with don't. I don't know with raisins or. Nuts craisins or, or nuts, craisins or nuts and the weird you know, thing. Oh, but I, my family, I'm sure they do love this. We don't, don't bring it. I don't want no undercooked nothing for Thanksgiving. And before you like, well, my family doesn't do that. Sweet, we don't care. Don't it's, do it's it. It's not about you. It's about the general consensus. Don't do it. The general it's consensus. Also, maybe a hot take for me. 
But like, I don't think that Thanksgiving and Christmas is the time to introduce new, new foods, new pe- no new people. Oh, okay, people. I can I can agree with that. I have just always felt like it's very awkward, and it, and it depends, right? So like, if if you've like soft launched your relative to like your parents, maybe your cousin, your right. sibling, etc., totally fine to then be like, okay, this is your your big debut to, to come the whole meet the family. family. But, like, yeah. I have been in situations where, like, Thanksgiving is your first time not only meeting, like, my grandmother and my grandfather and my cousin, et cetera, but also my parents. And, like, that is an uncomfortable situation for everybody to be in. But it's, you kind of get that sense of, like, okay, so, like, let's say, oh, my cousin is bringing her new man. But it's, like, my aunt is, like, oh, hey, you know, Joe. And she gives him a hug. Like, she know him. Now we all, like, oh, okay. Like, she done vetted him. Like, whatever. Right. Um, he good. But if we all like, oh, hi, nice to meet you, Joe. So nobody knows this motherfucker but you. But why he just now bringing him around? What's going on? I don't like that. But like, as far as like cousins and stuff like that, like that's fine. This is probably one of four times you will see me this year. So like, this is my first introduction to him, whatever. But like, he shouldn't be new to everybody in this bitch. Like, grandma, auntie. States and states where you have to take a plane to get to things. Right, that's the only reason. That's different, but you should have at least had a FaceTime call with your parents. I still wouldn't. Like, I don't live close to my family anymore, and I would not introduce a boyfriend to my parents on Thanksgiving when he's also meeting everybody else. I don't think, I think if this is your only time to do so, to have him around the family, I don't think it's fine. But again, I think your parents should have had like a FaceTime call with him to where y'all are like, you have seen, you've seen his face, you know who he is, you'll have a conversation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you you have a conversation, he's just not like, I have never seen this person before in my right, life. Somebody should like, somebody should recognize him, who he is, when he walks in. Exactly. So that's right, that. right, right. So in which I'm so and glad because Amiel will have someone, Amiel and Raheem will have someone to like talk to, and that's the thing, particularly. Like, yes. Also, also, let's let's we're gonna add to this, and this is back to where we we are, and I just feel like this this is. This is it takes down the messiness of things. Do not invite someone you are not serious with mm. to Thanksgiving or someone that you do, you do not intend to be serious with to Thanksgiving. I don't care if they have a conversation about it and it's awkward. If you have no intentions of being with this person long term, um, do not bring them to Thanksgiving. That is weird and it gives people a false sense of hope. Um, or and it's just really awkward and they're like whoa are you guys like it's just it's weird um unless that's your like your boyfriend and you'll have an or a girlfriend partner and you'll have an established like we are this or we are going to be this and again you're not a complete and utter stranger um let's not bring people who you're not serious with to thanksgiving and around our families um, I will also add to that too that you need to prep people for your family, and this is yes. really more directed towards like cis hetero men who bring women. I be feeling bad for some of my cousins' little girlfriends or whatever because they be so like not hip to how my family is, and yes. I'm like, you need to prep people for like like me and my cousins all have like this like subtle shade that can be very like. If I was not related to these motherfuckers, like I would be very uncomfortable. And it's it's never intended to be that way. It's just how we all interact with each other and we 
regardless of whether it's new people or not, we speak to each other that way. Um, and so like, if you're not used to the way we like subtly flame each other, you're going to be like, oh, they don't like you. And it's like, why do you think that? Um, right. Thank you for reminding me. Also gotta... I, need make... I need to make a phone call. But yeah, go yeah, on. Like... <laughs> Flashcards, anything. Like you got to right. prep. And it's like, you got to watch out for my one aunt in particular because she going to ask these questions even though she don't got no business. You got to make sure you say hi to my grandmother because we don't say hi to her within 10 minutes of being in the room. She's going to be angry and she won't. Alzinia, hi, hi, grandma. How are you? Hey. Um, and she, she will say nothing and she will never let you know that she's offended. But she will tell me about it for the next three years of my life. Yes, please. Alrighty, so what will this rule? This will, will be uh, prep your I'm put significant other for Thanksgiving. And if they're not, mm-hmm. d- they don't come. Don't bring them. I love Does that your family rule. get loud when they get drunk like mine? You gotta be ready. Alright, y'all, I think we got four left alrighty so I'm trying to think what else okay here's one if you are the kind of person to get real cute beat for Thanksgiving to be on the couch and in the table um that's perfectly fine um but wear appropriate clothes to eat so that you're not you know uncomfortable um and if you go to someone else's house we have loungewear now ladies Wear the cute loungewear. Uh-huh. Don't be out here in jeans and about to bust. Because I know I will well, not be in jeans. What do we mean by loungewear? Because my family, we we get dressed. We don't like, you know, put on our, our finest garments for Thanksgiving. But like, you should put on a nice jean and an ankle boot. you putting on jeans? Yeah. Ooh. It's an, it's an it's a gathering. Ooh, we, I think because me and my mom be in the kitchen... Like, since, like, 6 o'clock in the morning, I just, for the past few years, have just been like, I'm going to just wear Mm-mm. something that's not what I've been cooking in all day. Right. Not in the Ross household. You cook, and then you go upstairs, and while everything is simmering, then you go take a shower, and you beat your face, and then you can go, like, then you go put on the garnish. No, we don't so do that. So you put on jeans for Thanksgiving? If, or some type of, like, nice bottom, yes. Okay. I mean that's fine because like I know people. It don't have to be denim, but like most years it's denim. I just get wildly I get wildly uncomfortable in denim during Thanksgiving. Don't come in a tracksuit. Don't come in a hoodie. Like or like if you going again, you gotta you gotta spruce it. Like you gotta make it be. Yeah, something. You have like a nice, you know, you the girls are doing nice loungewear now. I feel because my grandma is gonna come looking nice, and so we can't be looking bad if she wants to take a photo i know that's the only thing just make sure that you are photo ready you don't gotta be she's gonna come in her little afghan or her little wrap and so we all gotta be dressed accordingly as the grandbabies be ready for pictures be nice enough for pictures but understand that you are about to eat Mm -hmm. exactly maybe not wear white no definitely no white wear a loose fitting top yes that way, if you gotta unbutton your pants, right. don't and don't wear tight. your tightest skinny jeans. Wear like your your, your skinny ish jeans. Right. Or you know the, your boyfriend's jeans. Some your mom jeans. Your right. mom jeans. You know, some a little give to the yeah. girls. You know give yourself saying? some room. Oh yeah, yeah, honey. Denim, denim is denim is a must on Thanksgiving. <laughs> My family. Wow. Um, can we talk about um, football on Thanksgiving? That should be our next our next rule. 
Okay. This is a personal gripe of mine. And I will direct it to the men because in my family, that's where the energy needs. But truthfully, this is for anybody who's a football fan. We are here to congregate as a family. Don't nobody give a shit about this game. And so I understand that you want to watch this game. But if we are trying to say grace, if we are trying to have a nice little family moment, a game to chit chat and to bond and you over here glued to the TV, we're going to have words. Football is on literally for weeks, for weeks before and after. Don't nobody give a shit about this game. I don't understand why these niggas are playing on Thanksgiving. Don't you have families and food that you want to eat? And as many black people as it is in the NFL, y'all ain't changed this yet. You don't want to go home and eat your grandma's uh, collard greens? I know. <laughs> and, you know and you know what's funny is um, that is just a thing in our family. And it's like, a, okay, I get it. I get it. Because then you hear, oh, oh, oh. stupid. Um, this one is for the children. This is just coming from my past trauma. If your kid has to clean their room before the family comes over, why are they not allowed to like take their cousins to go hang out in their room if the room is clean? Was that just my family? Because I used to be so annoyed about that. Like my mom would be like, "My mom actually wanted us out of the way." Yes, like they would be like, "Get out!" Yes, like you know what? Take everyone to your room. I tell you, Gwendolyn was not having any of that. Okay, I'll retract that then. But she was like, "Clean this room from top to bottom, scrub this bathroom down." But then it was like, okay, we're all eating and all the adults are out here being loud. We just had to sit there and watch them have fun. We wasn't allowed to go to my all room. Right. You know, my that. family loved to, my mom loved to, go take your cousins to your room. Or go in that other room over there with y'all. No. You don't be in grown folks business. Y'all go over there. She was like, get out of my, you know, that, that one room with the furniture that can't nobody sit in. We wasn't allowed mm-hmm. to be in there. Wasn't allowed to be in the computer room. Wasn't allowed to be in the dining room. It was just like, be somewhere in the adults line of sight oh yeah no not my family they wanted us gone so they can drink and cuss <laughs> they was gonna do that whether we was there or not i mean <laughs> yeah but my mom just felt better that we were not there right then when you turn 15 is uh, not like 13 once you turn like 13 14 it's kind of a free-for-all it's like you're gonna be there regardless you're gonna figure it out anyway so like just be here but don't repeat nothing you heard and don't drink this mm-hmm. but my like, mom doesn't drink though so i guess that was more hurt like she was alert Right. So she needed to know where we were. Okay, well, I'll rescind that one. But then, I, but then I will say then, I'll change it to your kids don't need to clean their room if ain't nobody going up there. Why are we scrubbing? Yeah. Why are we cleaning the attic? No, ain't nobody right. going up there. Thanksgiving is not in my bedroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is the problem? So stop making kids clean their rooms. Yes. Speaking of kids, my next thing is stop putting babies in people's rooms, scaring us half to death. Therefore, we find a oh whole child. Talk about whose baby is this? I didn't even see somebody come in with a baby. Whose child is this? In Sweet, my bed. In my bed. In my bed, right. Like, what? what is going on? All right, we have two more. So, okay, let's really think. Let's think. Um, I don't know if we really said it, but I think... If you cannot cook in general, we all want wine and or uh, cranberry um, ginger ale. Thanksgiving is not the time to. This is not your. This is not your. Not the time to be experimenting with recipes. Thanksgiving is not your debut. That's not your debut. 
It's not the debut and it's not the time to experiment. Entertainment is for seasoned veterans only who can cook. Now, it's also awful just to come empty handed. That is trifling. I agree. So bring cups, plates, alcohol. Cups, Nobody's plates, ever alcohol, mad at the person drinks. who brings the wine. Nobody. Nope. Nobody's ever mad. Or you can be like, hi, I'd like to contribute to the to the Thanksgiving meal. How much did you pay for this? How much were these ingredients? You spend somebody, you give somebody a smooth $25 gift card or something, and you help contribute to the meal, but I also think that you need to bring a bottle of wine. Bring the Hawaiian or rolls, two. or even if you're somebody who wants to, like, foray into Thanksgiving cooking, so, like, you do want to bring a dish, but you don't want to, like, you, you can't mess up the meal. And so I am a big proponent of, like, if you're just trying to get your feet wet, make an appetizer. Because that right. way people can, right. like, partake or they can be like, no, I'm going to save room. Okay. You know? Bring the charcuterie board. Yeah, right. bring the charcuterie board. Make a bring kebab, the veg- a You know, dip. the vegetables, right. whatever. Some buffalo chicken, crab yeah. dip, something. Just start you know, some, some pigs in a blanket. Something, something that is, doesn't require a lot of skill. And yeah. people are going to take or leave anyway. And again, if you want to bring the Hawaiian rolls, if y'all family is into Hawaiian rolls during Thanksgiving... Bring the Hawaiian rolls, you know? Go to the store. Right. Um, don't bring no dry-ass cookies to Thanksgiving. No one wants those. Um, or if some people really like ice cream with their pie, bring the ice cream. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Bring the ready whip. Bring the bring ready whip. No. Bring some fruit. I don't bring know. Bring a dollop of daisy. Anything. Right. The cider. Bring the cider if you know you you know if you and appetizers are kids. really hard to fuck up. Like you could literally take some Hawaiian rolls and make some like ham and cheese sliders, and that'll be a cute little boop. Everybody will get their wet their uh uh wet their whistle before the mm-hmm. meal, get and then it's French, like a little French right. baguette. You know what I'm saying? With a little Call topping on. Put some croissants in the oven. That's it. Yeah, you don't gotta be the superstar. Different. Just need something. You just need people to not talk about you. Exactly. Okay, and I like that ways. for number two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Numero uno. I don't know. The number one Thanksgiving rule. Number mm. one Thanksgiving rule is you don't eat breakfast on Thanksgiving. You just don't. Get the hell out the kitchen. Get out your mama's Thanksgiving way. Thanksgiving is your first meal. That's it. That includes That's the, the appetizers. You can go to ask your mom what's ready to taste. That's your breakfast. Yes. Right. Unless you wouldn't wake up at the crack of dawn. Right. What can I taste? Thanksgiving Do- dinner. Taste these greens. Right. Taste something. <laughs> having a having a pot like a bowl of greens for breakfast. I literally have like the things I will have in my stomach are as follows: like tasting the macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. tasting the greens. Tasting the yams. Honorable mention, it is called stuffing and not dressing. When I tell you it be eating me up living in the South now, they be like, where the dressing? The salad dressing? No, the dressing for the turkey. Do you mean the stuffing? Stuffing? Right. It's only stuffing if it's stuffed in the turkey. Go ahead. as as, As soon as I take this spoonful out, it's dressing. Get the fuck out of my face. Right. I like this list, y'all. I think mm-hmm. we did it. We did a good job. So yeah, just remember these rules and you'll be you right. will have a good Thanksgiving. I hope you and all of your loved ones have successful 
honestly, ha- fuck a happy Thanksgiving. Happy National Macaroni and Cheese Day. Hello? Happy I don't know day. what I don't know what yes. day that actually is, but that is the real National Mac and Cheese. Sure is. Happy. We didn't add this on that section, but don't, if it's not elbow macaronis, don't stop that. Stop doing the whole, the, the, the twisties and the, and the elbows and the bow ties. and shells for my mac. No, not Elbow. on Thanksgiving. Elbow. I don't want the twisty thingies. I don't want no bow ties. I don't want, I don't want no rotini. Give me an elbow. It tastes, it, the taste is different. And now y'all be like, or oh, don't use spaghetti. That is the spaghetti. Mm. Just, you just made me think that. about something. This is probably why Danny ended up getting kicked out of the baby house. She made him some dry ass macaroni and cheese with penne pasta. With penne pasta. And looked like Velveeta cheese. And it I wasn't even come, melted. It I, I would have kicked her out too. I want to come Did she back really do that? Or are you just yes, No, I'm dead serious. <gasps> apparently, apparently allegedly she did. Yes. I want to revisit macaroni and cheese real quick i want to revisit i am a macaroni and cheese purist and i say that to say i will fight you over don't, it don't matter I what taste, if i taste a fucking broccoli i'm ruining everybody's day I mean, granted, broccoli, broccoli cheddar macaroni and cheese don't sound too bad, but like not Thanksgiving. Like not that's Thanksgiving. like an everyday thing. Same for a lot of mac and cheese. At a restaurant on a regular, regular day, this is sure. despicable. Yes. Just dry. My mouth is it, it's like, just dry. This is despicable. I don't want no macaroni and cheese and peas. And, and it's I know burnt I'm, and uncooked at the same time. Like, how did you do this? Mm-hmm. I also, and this again is a controversial statement. For Thanksgiving, I don't want breadcrumbs. No. I don't want breadcrumbs. No. No. no I want cheese. I want cheese, I want cheese. on top of cheese. Oh, on top of mac cheese. and cheese. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. In my I, head, I was like, you don't do breadcrumb stuffing? No. Yeah, oh, no, right. we do. Okay. We do. We do. Okay. Yeah, no. um, I was like, what are you doing, Here's then? another <laughs> What kind of stuffing do you eat? <laughs> what the fuck I don't are like y'all stuffing. making over there? <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time because y'all didn't hear me. I don't like stuffing. Me either. Um... I like basic bitch stovetop stuffing. I don't like real stuffing. It's just I I don't, I don't see, want don't, none of it. It's just it's not it don't go with the plate for me. It don't go I, it, the texture is not it for the me. The texture is not like it. it with the plate. I don't like it. I'm like why am I eating uh mushy bread? I like yeah, my mom's stovetop stuffing. I don't want real stuffing and I don't want I don't want the stuffing that comes out the bird. Like something about that just don't sit right with exactly. my spirit. You, like you put, I don't think you needed to refill him after you already harvested right. his organs. If you so, do that, do it with like a carrot and some celery. You know what I'm saying? Like and some onions. You don't do that with bread. I'm sorry. Don't want I none of it. I don't think you need to refill out his, out his carcass. Also, um, make sure but, you glaze your ham. I Listen, there yes. was one year yes. we had a dry ham. Grind your turkey and glaze your ham, please. Listen, and the dark meat is superior to the white meat. Always has been, always will be. I don't know who started that myth. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we will take a break. Hope y'all enjoy these Thanksgiving 10 non-negotiable rules. We're going to take a short break, and we will be right back with um, our question.
What's up, you guys? Thanks for listening. We are going to dive right back into the episode in a moment. Just coming on to remind you to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and TikTok at the Bougie Black Girls. Links to that will be in the description, as well as the personal socials of myself and all the co-hosts. And you can definitely make sure you check out thebougieblackgirls.com for more content and some insight into what's coming soon. Now let's dive back in. All right, and we're back with our last segment, Ask Black Girl Roundtable. Um, So as always, just to remind you guys, you can always ask questions anonymously through our email. Um, It is askbgr at thebougieblackgirls.com. Um, so today our question is coming from at six brown chicks on Twitter. Um, so ladies, are you ready for this? It's not too crazy, but it's kind of like, damn, I'm okay. never ready. All right. So it says, I met my wife who's a nurse when she worked in a care home where my dad was one of her patients. We got married and I moved my dad into our house to save money. Now she won't care for him at home. She says she's off the clock and doesn't change adult diapers for free. I need some advice. Mm. Well, she's not wrong. She didn't have to say it. No, she's she's not not wrong. wrong. Like, you, you, I don't know. Because I don't have one of those professions, so I can't say it. Because I I don't blame her. I wouldn't want to be at work for eight to ten hours changing diapers and feeding people and sponge bathing and then come home and have to do the same thing. Yeah. For free. For free, right. Like, when does she get her break? Yeah. I I would want to know if y'all had the conversation before you decided to move your dad out of the facility. Right. And right. Like, as somebody who had a family member in a long-term care facility for a while, like, I, those places are wretched. They are the most horrible places on earth. It's really hard to, like, have a family member there, especially if you can't mm-hmm. go visit frequently. So, like, I understand wanting to get your dad out of that place. Right. But it is 110% fair for your wife to be like, I don't want to provide care after I come home from a long day of providing care. And so if if you didn't have that conversation with her before you made that decision, then you are in the wrong here. Yeah, I just think, again, like you all said, what was the conversation before? Like, and that's your wife because that's your wife because you're supposed to like love her and want to be partners right. with her. Um, that is probably I don't know if you got married her because you if you got married to her because she was just so good to your dad and you were just in awe of that and that's the main reason why you like are with her. Then you know you might need to reevaluate that. But yeah, she's your wife because she's your wife. She's not your wife because she's your father's caretaker now um yeah and so yeah she doesn't want to do what she just did for eight hours again when she gets home like nobody wants nobody wants to do that and so if you didn't have that discussion before you took him out of um housing which i get it's again having family who is in there even though i know my aunt my great aunt is in a great great house um, and that's rare it's still expensive so i mm-hmm. understand when it comes to the expensive part feeling like you can you know have them but i would also say that like you can you should probably also hire like a live-in nurse right. um or a nurse that comes in every day from a certain time yeah and what's know, wrong with your hands right i don't that's understand. another again, great question don't want to change his, his diapers but you are that's your that's, dad that's your dad <laughs> yeah um, that's not, not her dad and that's not her not, anymore 
I'm not understanding why he like why is she the only one who is expected to provide that care and so is it like do you care for him during the day and then she cares for him at night when you go to work or like is that what you were trying to get at or is it like y'all both work long days and then when she comes home because she's she's the wife you're expecting her to take care of right Mm. so it sounds like you need to have some conversations yeah yeah a couple conversations with her with another home health nurse couple conversations yeah a visit a visiting nurse like a i don't want to call it a night nurse because i know that's typically for like you know children but like yeah yeah but yeah Mm -hmm. even like a nighttime like from a like a 7 p.m to a like a 5 a.m just somebody to kind of like make sure he's well cared for at night while y'all get some rest um Mm -hmm. is great they also and again without having the information on your um your dad's condition like it may be helpful also just to use a program like is easter seals a national program or is that like a northeast thing pretty mm, i think it is okay well you know easter seals and if if you're not familiar if anybody's not familiar with it it's like a it's like a it's kind of like a i want to call it a senior center but it's a little bit more robust than that like it's a it's like a center for people who are older or who have like um disabilities or things like that that are limiting with like what they can do on the daily it gives them um outlet community things to do etc um you know it may be helpful for you to look at enrolling him in in programs that are often you know covered like that um because it's not fair for her to have to do her job at home right and if she absolutely must they hire people to be like the home health nurse for the you know a caregiver for Mm -hmm. their family member so if you want if you're quote unquote making her do it the least you could do is pay her to do it my grandmother did that when my grandfather was um sick so it's an option if she says she won't do it for free pay the woman yeah she might not want to do it at all when she comes home they're like that's a hard job to do it is and when she comes home i'm sure she wants to be home and relax. relax Um, and you should not expect your wife to want to do that job just because that is her job description. You, you know, I would hope you married her, you know, for for other other reasons. reasons. Right. And also I think it's fair to say, like, I can understand why she would not want to be responsible for the daily care and like the maintenance of the health of her father-in-law, because God Mm -hmm. forbid something goes wrong. Mm -hmm. You can say that you wouldn't have any ill will against her as much as you want, but like, if something goes left, whether it was her fault or not, you know, you would feel some type of way against her. And so right. she just may not want to have that responsibility now that you are married. That's right. true. I never thought about that. That, that would be my thing. fear. I would just be like, God forbid something happens to this man. Um, or, you know, knock on wood, not wishing anything ill on this man's fa- this person's father. But like, if my father-in-law passed while I was kind of just like, and we he is he and I in the house and I'm just caring Mm -hmm. for him and like something happens unexpectedly which does with older people and their health issues like I would hate to have to be the one to one handle that situation and two also have to call my husband and let him know and you can't put that professional space in between it like you can at work and you also can't come home and be like oh my god I can't believe this happened because you are the one who's providing the care and so you're gonna have to deal with whatever you emotionally feel with i'm sure it's difficult when nurses have patients pass um but then you also have to be the comfort system for your husband that's true 
Very much so. And again, oh I, I think that when too much it just after reading stressful. after reading what she had to say, I genuinely think she's like, no, I do this all day, every day. When I come home, I don't want to do this. Yeah, right. and as she shouldn't. I don't want to do my job at home. Right. Right. Can you? I can't even imagine people call me about a wedding at like seven o'clock when I'm trying to unwind. Leave me alone. Exactly. I get mad when people call me at five o five and I get right, off right right before I get off. I'm like. Like the audacity. Get out of here. Don't even call me on a weekend. Don't nothing. Nothing. nothing, Yes. No. In the last hour of my job, don't call me (laughs) because I'm trying to wrap up stuff. I'm trying to get out of here. Exactly. So yeah, sir. Mm -mm. Talk to your wife. Find some other solutions. Or ma'am, talk to your wife. Whoever. Whoever. Talk to your wife. And, and look into some of the you would be surprised how much the state will pay for if finances mm-hmm. are an issue yeah I'm about to say um and there are programs so where like a family member can get paid to take care of uh their exactly. their family member so and it may not be her right Somebody. maybe it needs to be you right maybe it needs to be you since you are very options. concerned exactly you should be. Yeah, explore mm-hmm. your options period Alrighty, well, good question, y'all. Good feedback, as always. I think that is going to wrap us up for this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. Any final thoughts, comments, questions, concerns? Um, You know, in the spirit of being thankful, just honestly, this has been a very, just like last year, this year has still been a very tough year for a mm-hmm. lot of people. Um, You know, hold the people that you have close. Um, Just... Be thankful, if not for what you have, for what you will have. Um, speak it into existence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My black people, we gonna, we gonna be alright, you know? As, yeah, you know, exactly. As we always are. Um, and uh, don't be like the baby and uh, <laughs> leave your child out on the street uh, a week before Thanksgiving. Oh, gosh. Agreed. Um, do I have anything to add? Um, yeah, I'll echo that sentiment. You know, definitely just, you know, take some time to reflect on on where this year has taken you, where you want to go, and, and to kind of sit in the good. I, myself, am super guilty of not doing that enough. Um, so I will definitely be taking that advice and, and doing that. Um, for those of you who have older or immunosuppressed or deficient relatives, I will remind you that if you have for some reason not gotten vaccinated and planning to be around folks who don't have the opportunity or who need extra protection, now is a great time to do so. Also, if you haven't gotten your booster, you should probably shoot it and boot it up before you are around other folks. Um, uh, And that is really all. Oh, and also Danny Lay, don't you ever make macaroni and cheese again ever in your adult life ever on on this earth, in the next life, in all 50 states, Puerto Rico, Samoa, the U.S. Virgin Islands, Canada, Mexico, and Guam. And, and Guam. Yeah, girl, just you know, girl. Stick with, or stick you know, her thing. And in, at the, in the Dominican Republic, either. No, none of it. None of nowhere. Because I'm sure you got some cousins who can make something way better than that. Girl, that was just atrocious. Uh, it was nefarious. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you and that Dastardly. damn word. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. And on that note... On that nefarious note, goodbye. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) y'all.